0: You have just entered the KB Mob Podcast. Keyboard, plus mouse or die.
1: What is up guys, this is uh, Dan, and we're here for episode, what is this, 33? 33 of the uh, KB Mob Podcast. As you may have noticed, there's no Scott, because he's off doing some podcast with Machinima. Traitor. And he's he's left us for dead. <laughs> He's a cheater. Uh, no. Not really, but we'll see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Uh, I have with me Brandon, Bob, Nick Fenton, and John. And uh, what's up, guys? Hi. How Hi. goes it?
2: Hi. Bread. I like bread. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Bread's pretty solid overall.
2: <laughs> Is there anybody that doesn't like bread? Uh, Celiac's. Celiacs.
1: But they like steal it. Well, actually, they don't even like the gluten free bread. That shit is awful.
3: That's was pretty bad. It's like a sponge. Fuck them. I miss uh, Brandon's bread kitten
0: Twitter avatar.
1: Yeah, what a fool to get rid of bread kitten. I think he's dead. Well,
0: I mean, it's, it's still my Steve avatar. I kept it in some places. That's, uh, <laughs> I just figured it might be confusing to people when they tweet at it. I mean, they wonder if they're tweeting at a loaf of bread that's also a cat.
1: So my wife was diagnosed as a celiac, and then they were like, after a year, they did another allergy test, and they were like, yeah, you're not a celiac. So we ate, like, this gluten-free bullshit for a year. It was terrible. We should sue. (laughs) We should. For your suffering. For trauma. Yeah, for suffering. (laughs) So, now that we've talked about bread, which is an awesome, awesome topic... So, Bob, what have you been playing this week?
3: Uh, Blacklight, Retribution, and a bit of Assassin's Creed Brotherhood. I splurged and bought Revelations when it was on sale. So, I want to beat Brotherhood and move on. Uh, actually, I've been playing Ubisoft DRM. Sorry.
1: <laughs> well, that's half. That's half of the that's time you nice. spent getting through it. <laughs> so, what level are you on Blacklight
3: now? Uh, 12, 13, something like that. Do you buy anything yet? No, I've not bought anything. Um, still kind of leery about punching in that credit card information. I'd like some kind of an official response. No,
2: Damn you, the bro. problem with that <laughs> is that once, once you enter that information, it becomes infinitely easier easier to buy things. That's, 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 true.
3: Problem.
2: that's very like true. With, with League <laughs> of Legends, I, I was, it was the same thing. I was like, I'm not fucking buying anything with my credit card. The only time I will buy Riot Points is a store. I will buy them at a store because because I know that's all I can buy whereas if I enter my credit card information and buy points, I can just keep buying them and that's where the problems come in with free-to-play. <laughs> Only buy cards. Hawking guys, Blacklight guys, all of you, sell cards with points. That way I don't have to fucking put in my credit cards. It's bullshit.
3: <laughs> Why is it so accessible? I hate this. <laughs>
2: yeah, don't, don't, do not make it easy to spend money. <laughs> <laughs> it's a poor business model for you guys to be trying <laughs> to make money
1: I, uh, I've i also been hitting the blacklight hard, real hard I'm level 18 You're an addict. in the first couple of weeks and I actually, I don't know if anyone else had this issue but every level you get unlocks and you get free 3 day trials of like items and you also get like a chance at like different weapon tags and stuff I had no idea how to activate those until yesterday. Oh, wow. I really didn't know I had an inventory. Like, I didn't even know that screen existed. So I would open them in the mail and then be like, why aren't my items activating? Like, it didn't bother me too much, but I was just like, why am I not getting these three-day trials of all this shit I'm supposed to have?
3: So you were getting a gift but not unwrapping it. Correct. Okay.
1: I was just stowing the gift somewhere well, then. for some other day. So I got to unlock uh, 18 levels worth of stuff. Nice. For uh <laughs> which is pretty sweet. Did you
3: get the damage tag?
1: I I I don't know if I did. Okay. I I have the uh damage bonus damage reduction tag. Mm.
3: There's one for added damage and uh our bro Sean got it and he was What is one-shotting it? One-shotting everybody. What is he, uh
1: what is the thing?
3: Uh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head.
1: I have the Rhino. I think that might be it. All I know is it's unfair. But, yeah, I use the... You, there's one that gives it minus five damage to body shots on you. Right. So that's the one I use. But, yeah, I've been playing the crap out of that. Uh, been playing that Xenotic craziness.
2: I tried that game. There's, like, nobody playing it. It's really depressing.
1: Yeah, I know, there's only like three or four servers active at a time. Depends on when you get on, too. Like, if you get on at your time, probably there's probably nobody on. <laughs> nope. Because if I get on at like 10 my time, which you might still be at work or coming home, there's a server usually or two with people on it, but there's not much. I think Sean is going to start one up for us just to have. I'd love to
2: play it. It's so fun, man. It's it's fun. Quake with like a bit of modernization. It's actually faster than Quake, I think. Swipe. Yeah, it's really fast.
1: Because anyone can do the jumping. That's the thing about it. If the strafe jumping isn't. Like, you can bunny hop like crazy in that game without really knowing what you're doing. <laughs> yeah. So, what I'll engine just,
0: is that game on? Is it just a, a proprietary engine? It's a, it's
1: a modified Quake, I think.
2: If, I mean, um, it looks okay. and it plays like Quake. I think it's probably Quake.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's like was, heavily was, modified. Just yeah, then, and it looked like it looked kind of like quake i just didn't know if it actually was on the quake engine
1: yeah you can like strafe jump but you can hold down now correct me if I'm wrong, i haven't played quake live in probably a year but you can just hold down your space bar in zonotic and just like jump that way yeah so you don't and really so, have to
2: time the jumping and the strafing you just strafe when you know yeah it's weird interesting
1: but uh it's you know they have the insta give servers and all that good stuff and the good players on Zanotic even though the population's low the good players are insane, absolutely insane just like any Twitch shooter, <laughs> but it's like it's unbelievable. But we had like five or six uh, KB mod fans and myself who were on playing the other night on Vent and it was really fun. So it's free and it's open source so like the community develops it. So it's at like version point six now. So they're still, you know, it's still in beta, uh, but hopefully they get it completely done at some point. I just wish, like you said, if there were more people playing. It'd be sweet, but yeah. So that's what I've been playing. What about uh, what about you, John? I know you just got in your place, so probably not much.
2: Um, I got in here, went to IKEA, built my desk, played COD four till five a.m. <laughs> Then I've been playing a little bit of Blacklight. I forgot my login and I couldn't figure out what email I registered it to because I'm an idiot, so I had to start over again. (laughs) And, uh, played some Blacklight, some Rig of (laughs) Regens. Have you guys seen the fucking trailer for Depth? Yes. Yes,
1: we talked about
2: it, uh, last week. Yeah, I still have that thing loaded, but my Bart ride sucks, so I can't, like, can't do anything because it sounds like a wind tunnel, so I can't listen to it. But I want that, <laughs> and I mean, I've just been playing Cod and Blacklight, really. I tried to play tribes, but that game' shit
1: <laughs> 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 so Brandon, what were you playing? like I don't know the answer to this one every week, but
0: yeah yeah, yeah. i uh, I was definitely on that tribes this weekend doing um some more competitive pickup games and stuff it's it's been uh definitely been. Like, it's like it's kind of nice me for tribes. Um, so yeah, the uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it later. They got a release uh, release date and stuff, but it's been you know the game's still changing every week. They're still they'll probably put out a patch this week. So it's been fun. I didn't I didn't really get to play much else this weekend. Um, I hadn't on I didn't hop on Blacklight, but um, I've been meaning to.
1: Yeah, you should. Damn it.
0: Yeah. I actually, you? really, the, the only thing to turn me off of Blacklight, and it's not like a bad thing, it's just that there's it, there's a learning curve in like all the stuff that you can do. Like you just said, you didn't even know you had an inventory. I feel like there's just so many different things with the game that I don't know how to do yet. And so I just kind of get on and, you know, join around and then play. I don't really understand yet like what all customizations I should get and. I don't know there's there's so many different aspects of the game that it's it's a little
1: bit intimidating, yeah, it is I mean there's just so many customizations, but nothing the crazy thing is that nothing has felt overpowered yet to me. There's some annoying things, but uh nothing overpowered, which is a really good thing to say um. But yeah, so I'm playing the hell out of that. What about you, Nick? Fan? You haven't been around very much.
2: Uh, Mass Effect you Three. You up being famous? No. Just, oh, Mass well, Effect Three. Are you playing that shit with Kinect, Nick? Yeah, actually, it's I'm fucking thin- amazing. <laughs> and, and I went. You we should move at the same time. I went on um, <laughs> the Xbox Spring thing. As much as I hate consoles and stuff, I went to that and like watching, watching Kinect get, or watching Mass Effect Three played with Kinect is fucking amazing. Well, like you can be like. Rebecca, go hide in the corner. She'll go hide in the corner. The fuck like this... I don't. Nobody fuck puts in baby a in the corner. corner. Wow, <laughs> fucking hell. No.
4: Rebecca Black is in the game. That's a huge spoiler. You ruined it. Actually, it would probably be DLC. Is that, is that right. second day DLC? <laughs> yeah, it's second day DLC. <laughs> it's actually DLC to get Rebecca Black off of your main game. It's just, you have to pay $10 to keep her off your game. Otherwise, she sings to you. <laughs> But yeah, I've been playing Mass Effect, and I discovered that I'm an actual douchebag. Because so I was talking about it with this guy at school, and I'm like, yeah, I play through this game, and all I am, I go Paragon, which is like where you do all the good shit. And I'm like, well, the whole time I'm just like, I want to shoot you in the fucking face. So I'm, I go around and like, I smile at everyone's face. Actually, it's pretty similar to real life, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I smile at people, and I'm just like, I want to shoot you. So, probably a serial killer. <laughs> if I'm in jail. If you're listening to this in the future. Yeah. That's, that's These why. are the signs. So <laughs> uh. <laughs> we
0: done what we've been planning?
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, I think we are after that. <laughs> can
0: uh. add, we can top that. I have a nice mental picture now.
1: Well, I pretty much know everything about Nick Fenton now. Hmm. So, <laughs> and I need to know from that. Like um, inside me. <laughs> uh. So, now to the news.
4: We now interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you an urgent broadcast from the front lines of America.
1: Oh, shut up, Brandon.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, the first news here is all, it's all Bob. All Bob. I blame this on Bob, even though it's not his fault. Uh, it's not noticed, my
3: fault at all. <laughs> If anyone noticed, the
1: website was down for like 12 hours yesterday, uh, or Monday, I guess.
3: If anyone noticed.
1: Um, (laughs) But, uh, yeah, we had a little problem with our hosting service. They had some hardware go bad, but...
3: Okay, nutshell. Let's just go nutshell. Um, (laughs) So, we use a VPS solution, uh, which is a virtual private server, and it's with a very reputable service. Um, with a very good tracker that and and strong service level agreements. Well, in the midst of a, an upgrade to their infrastructure, uh, they had to do some migration around from from host server to host server. So they moved us from our good server to a shitty server that failed less than an hour after our migration was complete. And then they had no idea what to do. Um, because our server was up, but it was down, but it was pinging, but it wasn't. Um, at one point, I had tried a soft reboot on it, which, you know, should have gracefully shut it down and then started it back up, but it couldn't do that, and then it queued for migration again for absolutely no reason. They have no idea why it thought it was supposed to move again. Um, and we didn't get any satisfaction <laughs> until Brandon and I started tweeting at the... The uh, the Twitter <laughs> account. Um, so whoever over there at Rackspace is pretty socially savvy, um, you know, social media savvy. Thank you very much for your help. Uh a guy called me at like ten o'clock at night, one of their on call staff. Um he poked around for about fifteen, twenty minutes, got us back online. So that was the story there. It was about thirteen. So apparently hours. it was
0: that easy all along.
3: Yeah. Yep, we just we just didn't get any attention. The the ticketing system, so to speak, failed them, but but Twitter saved them. So, when, it, when in doubt, tweet nasty things at uh, at large companies, and they might respond. <laughs> That's what we learned through this experience. No, I can You're tell you, at
1: a large company. I can
3: tell you, I I have had success tweeting at um, UPS help. And, um, even Xbox. I got into a... I, hey, Xbox, Xbox always
2: replies to me. I
3: know. I got into a, a Twitter <laughs> war with Xbox support at one point. I'll tell
1: you who always tweets me. Applebee's. <laughs> yeah. Those, those fuckers <laughs> answer
4: every single tweet. They know you like 2 for 20s and White Snake. You know who likes to join in when, uh, I do
3: know I like white snake. When, that's true. When Scott and I are tweeting back and forth about purgatory and how he's gonna kill me in my sleep if I go to Burgatory without him, they like to chime in. So that's pretty strong.
4: Purgatory Twitter? Nah, yeah. not
3: purgatory. We have burgers here. They're made of.
4: Goat. What? I don't know. <laughs>
1: California burgers? Minnesota. You...
4: <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what Applebee's Burgers is made out of?
2: The creepiest is Verizon. We're gonna dude. get sued by Applebee's. No, just me. I love it. Yeah, Fridays. It was good. Verizon
3: is creepy. If you mention Verizon that in a tweet, creepy, they will respond and ask how they can help you get from AT&T to be a Verizon customer. <laughs> I don't
2: know. Oh, I, I like Comcast about my out data. Or... They're really helpful out here, too. Here's a here's
3: a challenge. Tweet about how you, was that how sarcasm you fucking hate your tell? AT&T iPhone and just wait about an hour, and I bet Verizon replies.
2: No, Dan. They they do a great job out here because, like, you know, I requested to have an HD and an SD box installed. I requested thirty thirty internet and all this shit, and you know, they tried to give me twelve four and a single a single standard <laughs> definition box. So I was pretty thrilled with their service. Um, the pretty, guy who came to speak English, it was uh, it was very admirable. So I had to like call some bitch on the phone and explain to her the situation.
1: You're like, listen, bitch phone,
2: bitch phone. Yeah. but it all got taken care of my internet's actually twice as fast as it's supposed to be at least on the download side of things so not for there long <laughs> not <that>
1: now they're
2: listening <laughs> oh the guy was here when I tested when I ran speed tests he's like well that's not too bad I was like, no it's not don't fucking touch it <laughs>
1: So that was that was our website downtime. I must say we that's the only downtime we've ever had besides when we moved to the new site. So that's I, pretty. Damn I gotta thing. admit,
3: I was terribly nonchalant about it. Dan's like flipping out. I, was I could like, what are you doing? I could feel you pounding your keyboard, and I'm like, oh, it'll be fine. It'll be fixed. And then like six o'clock, I get home, and I'm like, this shit is still not off. Maybe <laughs> I should be mad. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I kept opening it to try to like write something, and then it wasn't there, and I was like, "Motherfucker!" Every single time. But so that's what happened, guys. Hopefully, it doesn't happen again.
3: <laughs> oh, it won't happen again. Actually, we're we're discussing the events. Um, and they yeah. are taking steps to to make sure that it doesn't happen. So
2: we're we're pretty so we're pleased, their pleased largest, with their We're response. their largest partner. So
3: yeah, we are. We. are. <laughs>
2: Are we really? No, they don't. No. <laughs> like uh, who the uh, fuck uh, do you have hosting or no, no,
3: Well the tech that I talked to late at c. night, he was c. like, c. Hey yeah. wait, one one more thing before I hang up. Um the second picture of this cave article, is that like a projector inside of that desk? We can't really tell. And I'm like, "Oh, dude, that's a Corsair six hundred T he's like Oh, okay <laughs> I'm gonna start reading the site. I'm like, Alright buddy, thanks.
0: <laughs> I have to keep that online so you can keep reading it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Poor Charlie Tango in his bro cave. <laughs> but we have uh, another piece of news here from Jar- direct from Jared Garrettson on Twitter a bit ago. Um, Blacklight Retribution moving to full release, quote unquote, on uh, April 4th. That's all we really know. There's going to be some new content, obviously, with the launch.
3: We have a tag. On a KB Mod weapon tag.
1: Oddly, a week before Tribes said goes, goes full release. Both games, I was saying this before the podcast, both games going full release is kind of hilarious to me because they pretty much, what's your open
0: beta? It's full
1: release.
2: Who are you kidding? Yeah. Well,
0: that, that whole <laughs> full, like, full release transition for free-to-play is kind of murky waters to begin with.
2: It's another yeah. excuse for Jared to party is what he's doing with it. <laughs> he's Jared, 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 Jared parties. <laughs> he's yes, doing Jared it for party. the celebration. <laughs> so Jared, Jared there's something about it. shaving his beard for release though. That has me worried. Oh I'm I'm hoping he doesn't so Pax. I told him I'm gonna shave it off. I'm gonna glue it to my face and then I'm gonna glue it for pubes too. <laughs> I wanna smoke some of it. Nice. <laughs> you wanna <laughs> smoke his beard? Yeah. Like no. hey, did you just give me like you an hour. Sprin- s- sprinkle some coke on that. Fuck <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> oh, Pax East. You will be legendary. So, yeah, we got that coming up along with Tribes, which we'll talk about in a bit. Um. Bad game. <laughs> the next thing is something that people tweeted at me a lot, but I just wasn't too concerned about. I love Tribes. Because um, I don't really think it matters. But Diablo 3, uh, the developers announced that in order to get the game out on time, the single player experience, well, not single player, but the, uh. Campaign. PvE, the campaign experience out at-, at launch when they want to put the game out. Which is an odd thing for Blizzard to say. They're removing the PvP thing and they're gonna put it in, in, uh, they're gonna put it in in a layer patch. And a lot of people are like, really up in arms about this. I was looking at, uh, some of the articles on it, and the comments on it are like, Blizzard's just gone to hell, they're removing something to get this out on time, blah blah blah. I'm like, who played Diablo and now there was a PvP community in Diablo 2, but, that really was not the majority of the player well, base.
3: What this tells at me at all. What this tells me is that um they had some serious balance issues that they want to work out. Blizzard has historically been really big on balance and nerfing yeah. and buffing. Even though they get it wrong yeah, a lot, warlock, right. But, yeah, Right, there's always something yeah, that's <laughs> burning unforeseeable. Crusade but, no big deal. But they obviously ran into a couple of things that were just so overpowered in a, you know, player versus player setting that they had but to do. But I don't something understand why it.
1: people were like well, they're all up in arms because, you know, Blizzard's usually it's done when it's done. But, like, if this is holding it back from being done for a while... Right. Like, I mean, who cares? Like, just let them put out the campaign. I would say... Now, obviously, I have no numbers at all to back me up. But I would say probably 80 to 90% of the player base of this game is going to be interested in the campaign. They don't really care if the PvP's there at launch. That's what I would say. Like you're
4: not going to have enough stuff in the single-player part, anyway.
1: Yeah, like, you're going to at least have 60, 70 hours just to level up, probably. Like, you know, stop complaining. <laughs> inferno mode's going to be hard enough. Um... But, yeah, so I wasn't too worried about it. I'm not sure why everyone's up in arms about it, but it doesn't signal that Blizzard's gone to hell or something, which is what it, the Internet is reacting like. Um, the game is really good, okay? <laughs> I know that from the first hour and a half of it. <laughs> it's good. It's going to be awesome. Next up, we have the uh, piece of news related to the BLR release date. Tribes got its release date and an awesome trailer as well.
2: That's trailer. That trailer is so good. <laughs> And to clarify, <laughs> I do like tribes. I'm just making fun of Brandon people. <laughs> <laughs> I cry every time if I've ever.
1: So are they doing anything for release, Brandon?
2: Like
0: uh, they? Well, I mean, I don't know what they have in store. They've been pretty tight about it, but I'm saying that they'll they'll probably have. I think they said uh, for sure more maps uh, at release. So I, I don't really know what they have. I, I feel like they may have something pretty big up their sleeve because um, we. We haven't gotten like huge patches recently, um so I think they're kind of saving uh, saving a lot of their content for that that big release um, and the trailer if you didn't see the trailer you i mean you should watch it it's it basically like describes my entire life in trial.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it really actually does <clears throat> slow it's
0: even it's almost as good reversed when it actually goes forward. Yep. The real video goes backwards, but someone did a, like, they reversed the video and uploaded it, and it's almost as good that way.
1: <laughs> I just love the part when it's going backwards and right right as the llama gets the flag and you see the dude flying in from the side, he's or flying, flying, in a- flying
3: through. Yeah.
1: yeah, and he's going like a million miles an hour and the other guy has a flag already. <laughs> <laughs> They should have emoted his helmet somehow. would have been even better. <laughs> Just like a big... <laughs> but, yeah. So, both those big, big free-to-play titles that we've covered a lot, Blacklight and Tribes, both releasing in the first couple weeks of April there. Um, I wouldn't even call them competing, because they're not really the same. They're FPS, and that's about the only similarity. There's no
2: competing
4: so, when you have Call of um, Duty. Yeah they, yeah, are, well, they are, yeah,
2: they both they're stole just... their idea of first-person shooter from Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> I think they're just competing yeah. for time. I mean, that's really what they're competing for. They're competing yeah. for gamers' time. Yep.
2: yep. It's going to be two completely different styles of players, though. Oh, yeah. Diehard communities will be completely separate people. Yep.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. That's why I'm looking forward to it, because like, they're two very different games. I could see myself playing both of them, because if I get sick of Tribes, I, I'll probably want a Blacklight-type game, and vice versa. They just they play so differently that I think if you get bored or like annoyed with one, you can go to the other and well, like, just keep the fun rolling.
3: That's what happened to me, actually. You know, I was playing Tribes pretty much exclusively there for a, a while, you know, several weeks, and then one day I was just like, you know what? I want to do something different. So I started playing Blacklight, and that's been heavily in my rotation. So I've not played Tribes recently, and I probably should, but
0: there's no need. probably should when you do that.
3: What, so I can get raged at? Yes. Oh.
4: You should have played CSGO when they had got, DE Train on there.
3: I got yelled at by you enough in, in oh, public God. games. General <laughs> Volition.
1: Llama town, and now for a completely different type of game. <laughs> Our next piece of news: um, Sim City. Oh God, got released or a uh, bunch of details released at GDC, and uh, <clears throat> we reported this. This was, you know, probably going to be announced, but then they came out with details of the engine that's going to drive this thing. It's called Glassbox, and I don't know if you guys all read the little. Article I posted, or or the articles we linked at PC Gamer, but this thing sounds absolutely amazing. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna. So in old SimCity games, I don't know if anyone played really besides me, I did. but I did. You had like graphs and stuff, you know, like you had like your pollution was here, and then like, um, you know, your taxes were here, you know, and it was just kind of raw data on a graph. Whereas in this engine, everything, every piece of data is going to be taken from them simulating the lives of thousands of sims in your city. Like, individual experiences will go into it for each sim. And it will generate, uh, also every sound that's made. All the ambient sounds will be made because a sim did an action. So, like, driving cars, going in a shop, buying something will trigger, like, a uh the cash register sound. Um if you see <laughs> you'll see physically the the fuel left for your uh power station right next to it and that pile will go away if you can't get enough resources. Uh and then the pollution above it will also be real time and kind of that kind of uh real time data in the graphics and the sound. And they're gonna be simulating they said it can simulate tens of thousands of sims at once. Which <laughs> It all sounds kind of crazy, but it's still still over a year off. But uh, the coolest thing, because we uh, obviously are PC gamers, they're building the engine to be completely moddable. So you're going to see some pretty crazy stuff, I think, with this. Uh, people really go all in on the SimCity games when they're into them, so I think we'll be be seeing some crazy stuff. I'd also like to see if they ever license the engine, what people could make with it.
0: Yeah, so I'm but, kind of yeah. curious about cause, because because Maxis is owned by EA now, and so I'm kind of I'm kind of curious to see, like you said, if they license the engine out or what they're, what they're gonna do with with this engine. Not that City doesn't sound cool enough, but I, you know, like they did with Frostbite engine, keeping that in house and using that in other yeah. like, games. I'm curious if what, what their other like what their other uses for this engine are gonna be.
1: Yeah, it'll be interesting to see if they use it in any other games. But I don't know. I'm just even more excited than I was now, <laughs> except for the fact that I'm probably going to have to buy it through Origin. That kind of sucks. But
0: yeah, that was the one I'll thing I was not it. happy about when I saw that, like the digital deluxe edition or whatever it is, is only available through Origin. Give me a break. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, actually help me from buying it. Like I'm being completely honest. I'm...
1: There was a fake, fake screenshot of the price out there, too, which is, was obviously fake, but people got all, all freaked out about it because the price was, like, super high. But, um, yeah. So, I don't know. I'm still really excited for it. Obviously, as we just said, not very excited for Origin to uh, do anything on my PC. I don't even have it installed right now, so. Well,
4: how are you going to uh-huh. play Battlefield? We know you like <laughs> Battlefield. Well that would require me buying
1: Battlefield so that would be very difficult. <laughs> so next we have another twist and we talked about this uh we talked about this a bit last week and John mentioned it in the beginning. Um we had just talked about the fact that the game depth um is going to let you play as a shark and I think actually I just I just threw more money at my monitor nothing's <laughs> happening again but Desperately trying to get it, but I actually went to the site this week, um, and I did. We did put a post out clarifying a few things. Uh, a, it's not made by Tripwire. It's made by some guys who work for Tripwire or worked. I can't even tell if they still are there. If this is like a side project or what. Um, but it's very Killing Floor actually. Uh, there's three classes of divers you can be, and they all have like different weapons and uses, kind of like the the. Classes in Killing 4. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I will be eagerly anticipating <laughs> information on this. I would think it would come out relatively soon. I hope they have something playable at PAX.
2: Oh God! I will that just would be, be fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. I want to.
1: Where? What other? What other booths would I even visit? Like
4: <laughs> Guild Wars Two, and sit in the line for seven hours.
1: I'll just keep getting in line for depth.
4: Yeah. <laughs> just. Just go out and get back in. <laughs> like a little stamp on your hand so you can get in faster.
1: <laughs> Sir, you've been here for eight
4: hours. <laughs> I know. I'm a fucking shark. You only have one map. What are you doing? <laughs> I don't care. I'm hiding in seaweed. Leave me alone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so we got the seeker, the watcher, and the hunter. Um, And they all have different weapons and different skills. It actually isn't that... Fleshed out as to what they're well, they do have their <laughs> equipment. There's a tag gun, so you can tell where the sharks are at all times. Um, it'll you can EMP, so the sharks won't go near parts of the water with that guy. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now; <laughs> like this is great.
0: Scientific.
1: <laughs> the hunter guy he can lure sharks into traps, um, and he he has a spear gun. He looks to be the most. Kind of offensive player, and then there's the seeker, which has uh, a like a diver propulsion unit. It looks like, and then one that's not released yet, but it looks like she can move and get the treasure because you're supposed yeah. to get the treasure out. It looks like she can move really fast and get the treasure. So, um, God, I want this game. If you're not excited about this, I don't know what's wrong with you. You're a fucking <laughs> shark, dude. You're a fucking shark. I mean,
3: seriously. Fish are friends, not food. (laughs) No, but little Nemo. People are food.
1: (laughs) Yeah, people are food, man. Okay. (laughs) So we're all looking forward to depth, of course. That's a day one buy for me. Oh yeah, for sure. Still no, as I said, still no word on release or anything like that. But as I said, in development at least a year now. Should should be available. You would think relatively soon, but...
3: I, I have a feeling this has, like, that panic-inducing effect like The Hidden did. You know, we only played oh, The yeah. Hidden a few nights, but...
1: oh,
4: <laughs> fucking sharks. It is fucking sharks, dude. Sharks are <laughs> scary as hell. <laughs> you watch Flipper? You gotta poke them in the gills. Or the... Do sharks have gills? I don't even... Yeah, I think they have gills.
1: Yes, they they are still yeah.
4: fish. Like, like in Flipper, you got to poke them in the gills with Frodo. <laughs> Nick, have you been beverageing? No. Okay. You been eating
1: that yeast wine in a bag?
4: <laughs> yeah, I've made Nick, Nick made prison wine. What's in me. your sippy cup? <laughs> I did make prison wine a couple of weeks ago, <laughs> and it was pretty good. I'm not gonna give me lie. that yeast. Yeah, I talk all weird when I'm drinking. I'm like. Drinking some of my yeast wine. Don't come down here. <laughs> it's my time. Oh. So
1: yes, Depp. Looking forward to that one. That and then this and the next the of Oh yes, Orion. Orion dinosaur beatdown sometime this month. Still no word on that
4: one, but just March. No, nothing besides just March.
1: I have. Outside. I actually just check Steam every other hour <laughs> to see if Dino beatdowns on there. <laughs>
4: I want it. I want it all it's over. Be
1: so good. So next we have the. This was a, I saw this today, but didn't really get a chance because we were working on the build guide and I was destroyed at work. But uh, pro Counter Strike players not real happy with CS:GO at all. Um, and I wish Scott was here to actually talk on this a little bit, but I hadn't really heard that they were they were so involved with the original. Development of it that I didn't think this was going to be an issue for the game, but um, this top player, uh, Tommy Covenin, who I don't know who that is, I, I apologize, esports people. He's apparently very good though, because he's won about his team has won about four hundred thousand dollars in prize money uh, playing CS since uh, since '05. But he says uh, CS:GO is terrible and not by any means fun.
3: <laughs> well,
1: so not that's not a real a uh,
3: endorsement. <laughs>
1: Yeah, he goes on to say that... Uh, I'll just quote him here. I believe in esports, and if there are a lot of people who enjoy the game, like I have enjoyed CS 1.6 of the year, it's good for them. And then he goes on to say... It's played a big part in the last seven years of his life, so he hopes this game will succeed, basically. But the, the devs aren't listening to any of the pro players, which was like the whole point in the beginning. Um And he thinks that it's just just not going to work how it is right now uh the guns are out of control as far as you, you can't really predict what they're doing i actually think
4: that too yeah, but i'm a
1: pro by any means but
4: recoil is defi- definitely weird can't really put my finger on it but it doesn't feel like the other kind of no, it doesn't feel right
1: at all um, it, i've never really been like down on it but it's all it's just kind of been it's just confusing yeah. sometimes you just don't really know uh But he thinks they're trying, it's because they're trying to put it out on consoles that a lot of this is happening. Uh, like for instance, the casual mode and the bullet tracers. He says it's just everything to make it more console like and casual friendly. Uh, so he says it's too hard to see player models from textures or random objects on the map. And I actually agree with that as well. Yeah, I love
4: it. Everything's kind of the same tint. Very tan it's all brown. All the time.
3: So, so like you're wearing gunners.
4: Well, then, then everything's just yellow.
1: But it's the lighting, he says, that makes it hard, regardless of the fog. But the it's fog is couch, actually a little bit off too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's all grayish. So I see a lot of his points, but as I've never played CS at a high level, I can't really speak to how it'll fare. But he thinks it'll be popular for maybe one or two years and then fade out. Whereas like one point six is still being played for a good amount of money <laughs> at tournaments, so um he just doesn't think it's gonna have longevity. Uh hopefully it'll be better than competitive cod though.
4: Which well, doesn't take
1: very much. So
4: <laughs> That's not a lot of that, effort. That would
1: mean existing. So yeah. uh, minus pro mod. But I don't even consider that call of duty.
4: Nope.
2: But uh the ProMod community, they call themselves ProMod players, not Call of Duty four players, so Yeah. Can
0: That's what I kind of game. think. i, I you think going ahead, the Frank? Uh, there's probably other, you know, professional players that the game is, is in a much better state than he does. I mean, I think i, I recognize some of his points. I think they're, some of his points are valid. But, like, I feel like the, the language he uses here is a little bit strong. I don't think it's really that bad. It still feels like Counter-Strike. Um, at least to my, um, you know, to, to me. I've never played professionally, obviously, but i I played CS for a long time, and it still feels like CS, but just, just the way this was different from 1.6, you know, Go is going to be different from Source, and people, right. some people are going to be happy about it, some people aren't. Um, I think they've made some good changes, you know, and some bad changes. Hopefully, you know, hopefully they take into uh professional Players here, but you know, I don't know that. I don't know that their whole focus is on the professional scene. Obviously, they're trying to get the game on console. I don't think that's a like play at making it a competitive game on console necessarily. I, mean, I think they're more competitive. I think they're probably trying to make it a just more broad-based game and bring it to more people. Because <laughs> it's like the, the the people that love your game the most are all, are going to be your hardest critics sometimes, and just like I've looked at some of the stuff that tribes community has has you know been getting upset about, and it's it's just some of the stuff that they're upset with has has uh, you know validity, but kind of like this guy, it's like they they have these doomsday scenarios for the game, and
1: yeah. <laughs> you know
0: obviously this team wants the game to succeed. IRES res one tries to succeed, uh, Valve wants CSGO to succeed. So, like, they're not going to make bad decisions on purpose. If they're making a decision, there's got to be some reasoning behind it. We, we just may not know what it is.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it's actually that bad. I think I agree, like I said, I agree with a lot of his points. The recoil needs... Definitely. I mean, it's just wacky, man. Like there was a I recently posted the uh d e lake some footage from there, and at one point I fail so hard shooting a guy, but I actually have my crosshair on him for a good five seconds shooting my <laughs> uh my m four and he doesn't die so then i'm then he's like moving and I just like freak out and miss him completely but like the recoil just made no, in that situation particularly the recoil made no sense like I ended up killing him by, like, actually flanking him later in the match because he was so low health, but it was, like, it made no sense at all. Crosshair right on him the whole time. I wasn't spraying. I was doing, like, bursts. So, but I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that bad, and there's still time. It's still, it's going to come out this summer, but uh, there's still a lot of time, and, uh, yeah, the servers will be totally customizable for Competitive. It's going to have dedicated,
4: so I don't know. There's a lot of time to change, so I wouldn't be extremely worried. If yeah, it wasn't I mean, that, that bad, it'll be, it'll be fixed, fixed, probably. Yeah, exactly. So
1: This last one, uh, I started writing an article on today and didn't get to finish it, but and this kind of came out of nowhere, and I wasn't sure if um, you guys would even think it was kind of something we should report on, but Altry W uh, got a cease and desist order, finally, it was kind of only a matter of time until yeah. this happened. Sad. sad. Uh, it is sad after, what, like, was it three years now, probably, yeah. three or four of us, uh, of doing, of course, one of my favorite things. I know we're against, we're pretty staunchly against piracy, but I was all for Ultra IW yeah. <laughs> taking uh, Infinity Ward's
2: code. They did, nowhere on their and, site uh, did they say, here's a free version of Modern Warfare 3. They basically say, if you, or Modern Warfare 2, they say if you don't have the game installed, here's the game files. Like you could install what they did yep. with your Steam version of the game. It was essentially a mod.
1: Yes, and um, they were got sent cease and desist letter this week, and they had done so much work that that's why I feel so bad for them. It was the only way I was going to continue to play Modern Warfare 3. Uh, two on the PC. Well, yes, two and a half. On the PC because they were going to do the same thing they did to Modern Warfare Two, which made um, made the game playable. There were dedicated servers, which uh, there weren't at all, right? In the not even like Modern Warfare Three style, like there weren't any dedicateds for the real version of Modern Warfare Two. I'd never bought it, so. <laughs> um, and I thought they did a great job. They were in the midst of actually making new content. They had a kill confirmed game type in the beta uh, that they had just put in. for, And they had uh, new maps that they were making that they ripped from the single player yep. campaign that they were remaking. They had a pro mod uh, that they had added in. It was just, uh, and from what I've heard, Search and Destroy, I don't play it very much, but on Modern Warfare 2, was yep. yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah, it
0: was the best.
2: That's the best Search and Destroy maps ever. Yep. Unbelievably good. Awesome.
1: And um, it's just a shame, really. I know, you know, and some people are going to say, well, they were doing something illegal by using their code. I I don't care. Like
2: If you buy the game, you're free to use the code on the disc. I just don't think that you can necessarily distribute it.
1: Right, exactly. And I think actually the kicker was more them doing Modern Warfare 3 now. I think that was kind of the kicker. I don't know how how long it took Ultra IW to crop up after Modern Warfare Two release. I don't know their history completely, but this was like you know three months after Modern Warfare Three, and um, they had already gotten like their own dedicateds up. It was only in alpha. There wasn't any real changes made. Alter um, Alter MW Three, but I think that's what really prompted Activision.
0: I think it had to uh, be because otherwise they would have shut them down long ago. I mean Activision has to have known about uh about Ultra IW for a long time now.
1: Yeah, it's it's uh they had to have known and what I've heard the rumors from the uh guys on the forums there and some of the creators is that Activision is taking the code. Gosh. And they want to use it uh for some things because I mean, I'm not sure why, but
0: to make a better game. <laughs> make air. <laughs> no, that was real good. PC game. That's good. That's
1: good. That's good. That's funny. Infinity War doing a real PC game. Um,
4: they could have all of the options and still make it sixty-five FOV. They probably yep. would. I wouldn't doubt that.
1: Yep, and uh, so I don't know. I just think it sucks to be honest. But it was a lot of people played it. I mean, it wasn't like it was dead or something.
2: And yeah, infinitely more people played Modern Warfare Two on Ultra W than the on-disc version of the game. <laughs> I mean, yep. literally probably three times as many people online at any given time on
0: and it's
1: I don't know, it just sucks. I mean, there's nothing we can do, and yes, it's probably, you know, legally, I mean, they have no shot.
0: (laughs) Well, and it's like, it's one of those things where the big company's going to win out because IW like, they wouldn't be able to afford the lawyers to go to court anyway, probably, so.
1: But, I don't know, that's a heads-up kind of story for you guys, and also just a... Just sucks. <laughs>
0: what a moment
4: of silence. R.I.P.
1: For Scott Fisher or Ultra IW? Which Not one? for
4: Scott. <laughs> but, um,
1: yeah. So, now on to the round tablet
2: No! No! Oh,
4: god damn it!
1: And, uh, yeah, so this... Today's roundtable is going to be on the thing we posted today the uh, well, new yesterday. build guide after this
4: is Wednesday. oh yes
1: yesterday that's
4: correct we're <laughs> in the past
1: uh, on the uh build guides that we just posted, and we hadn't posted build guides. I think John posted one last may or uh, early I,
0: posted, I posted one uh, last yeah sometime last year
1: <laughs> but it was it's been a long while
2: um and sadly, actually, most of the hardware is pretty much the same. Yeah, hardware hasn't changed enough to warrant doing them regularly. It's kind of this first initial few, and then maybe every couple months it would make sense. But
1: Yeah, so we're going to try to update this one once a month. We kind of took some inspiration from some other build guides on the net as far as updating it. But uh, as with all build guides, gentlemen, nobody's ever happy nope. with everything. Um and it took three of us to really come to a consensus on these. But I think one of the things, I don't know if you, uh, Nick or John, have any time to take a look at it. The $800 yeah. build is a that fucking is
0: beast. pretty much yeah. what I have. I have a little bit different graphics card, but... Yeah, the, I mean, the builds haven't really changed that much from, like, this time last year, but the prices have definitely changed. Like, um, that $800, 700 $800 range... Um, just a few months ago we would have had to go with a way worse video card. Um, if we especially if we wanted a twenty five hundred K. And now being able yeah. to put a twenty five hundred K and a five sixty T I for eight hundred dollars, that is awesome. I mean yeah, that right. is a that is a ridiculous build for eight hundred bucks.
4: And that build will do some work too. I mean you can play so it. Yeah, that'll games be, on you know, high. Yeah. Everything.
3: You probably would have been also looking at four gigs of RAM as well. Yes, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. RAM, Ram has, prices are ridiculous right now, so that was a was a nice benefit.
1: Well, i was saying to Brandon, I built my machine, the one that I'm on right now, um, not with the current video car I have, but the original setup I had was around $800. And uh, I bought it in um, late winter, early spring of 2010, and I have an AMD 965 Black Edition, uh, 4 gigs of RAM I bought originally, and a 55770. And that was what I got, and that is not nearly, (laughs) even equivalent with the time passing, it's, at the time, it's not nearly as good as this is now. It's not even in the same league, I don't think. Uh, Uh, The 560
2: Ti was kind of a god among men when it comes to um, budget video cards.
1: Yeah, and the 5770 was pretty good, but the 2500K is obviously just miles ahead of the 965. And I believe Sandy Bridge came out right around when I built. Um, but the 965 at the time was the best budget thing, but that was a budget system at the time well, when and, I got Yeah,
0: and I mean, up to up to a few months ago, that 965 probably would, still would have been like our budget recommendation. Yep. But now, with the 2500 k coming down in price a bit, um, probably in preparation for Ivy Bridge, and then the 560 Ti coming down in price a bit because of the 600 series coming soon... I mean you basically got like the two those two parts were kind of like the best bang for the buck in their respective categories and yeah. you, now you put them together for 800 bucks. I mean that's that is a crazy build.
2: I mean it, like at this point you can you can build a budget budget PC for 500 that can run most stuff, right? It's just it's I mean, you, you don't want to. Like, you might as well just yeah. save another couple hundred dollars. Yeah, but that's, that's realistically, what, yeah. if you had no choice, you could do that at this point in time.
0: That's what we were saying yeah. when we were talking about this. We were trying to decide um, what, like, price points to look at. And when we started looking at it, we we just kind of started out with 800 as 1300 and 1800 as, as baselines. But then we started looking at it, and when we did this budget system for 800 bucks, like – we, I was talking about it, and I was saying if someone came to me asking for a six or seven hundred dollar build, I think at this point yeah. I would honestly just tell them save a hundred or two hundred more dollars. Don't buy, you know, don't settle for something lesser because when you start going down, you're talking about going way down. But this right. machine at yeah. eight hundred, like it doesn't compromise at all. And even going down to like seven hundred, you would have to sacrifice in in, a, in an area that would really hurt. <clears throat>
3: Yeah. Well, the, the, the funny thing about building is you have dimini- diminishing returns on one end where at the extreme you're spending so much money, mo- money for like so little gain where we're looking at this $800 build here if you're going to start sacrificing stuff you're going to end up with like an i3, uh maybe a Radeon 6850 or something in that neighborhood and yeah. 4 gigs of RAM and just a crippled machine for a difference of about 100 bucks. Yep. You know, so I I think we were all pretty amazed that we managed to bring this in under eight hundred. You know, the original build called for what was it a sixty eight seventy Brandon?
0: Is that what we had? Yeah, the, yeah. I had yeah, some that base build, that that's
3: how we started, yeah. Yeah, and
0: that's what was on uh, I think my budget build from my like my BF three build guide video from way back. Um sixty eight seventy was kind of the budget sixty eight fifty or sixty eight seventy was the budget card that I was recommending people and that was probably around 150 but for $50 more dollars to get a 560 Ti, that, that's a massive step up.
1: Yeah, and it's, I mean, we were, every year it's going to get cheaper, and the thing you've got to think about with these systems, <clears throat> if you're building the budget rig, you're going to immediately have, as we learned from Blacklight Attacks' article a few days, you're going to immediately have three, well, one actual AAA A quote-unquote title in TF2, and then two AAA quality titles that are free-to-play in Blacklight Retribution and Tribes right away.
3: Also and League you'll of Legends. you have that right League away. Legends and
1: League too, of Legends. Legends. So if you're into MOBAs, you've got that. There, Pretty much every MMO, except for a couple of the big guns, are going free. So if you're into that, you've got that too. So <clears throat> even if you're thinking, well, my console costs whatever it costs, you're also going to get all those free-to-play games, which costs you nothing. And you're going to get, uh you know, mods for these games. So even if you spend, uh I don't know, whatever Half-Life 2 is right now, 10 or 20 bucks or something. You get like 5,000
2: like, games from that.
1: Yeah. You get Half-Life 2, instant. Ton of games. Yeah. <laughs> so you got to count that Bob tweeted today. Someone said... Uh, did someone say, like, 800 was high or something?
3: Uh, they wanted uh, about, like, a $500 build or something.
1: Uh, yeah, and you were like, think about this. You know, these are worth $50 each, at least. So just take it down to 700 because you just got three or four free games. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, in, you know, you may as well count it as 700
3: Now, the other thing that uh, we took into consideration as well is Upgrade Path for each of these. Um, the The one glaring problem that we've got with the starter build is that if you're going to crossfire another 560 ti you probably you're going to need another power supply but these are all workable they're good boards you can upgrade them easily you know they're starting out the the two starter builds here well the starter and the enthusiast they both have eight gigs of ram you've got two more slots you can go to 16 if you want to you can add a solid state if you've got the extra money we got a bunch of requests for you know why didn't we include a solid state well we were we were going after gaming performance, not necessarily overall performance, um, you know, right. boot times, application load, stuff like that. But, uh, you know, if you got the extra money, sure, why not?
0: Right, yeah. I mean, when you look at that enthusi- the Enthusiast build that we did, um, I think this is one that when you're talking about $1,300, there's a lot of leeway for what you want to do with the build. And so, for instance, if, you're, if you were a video maker and you wanted better rendering times, then maybe you would step up to a 2600K and still be happy with a 560 Ti video card because we put a 7950 in that enthusiast build because that's a I mean that's a beast of a card but it's 480 bucks too so right. Right. you know at, we we had to make some choices there but I think these builds that that we came up with are just about the best value you can get when it comes to gaming performance. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean these. We decided in many some maybe some people are asking, you know, what if I want to spend three thousand dollars? Well then go right ahead, but that's not really the <laughs> market. That gets back, to, really the
2: to, see that
3: gets back yeah. to the uh diminishing returns. You know, you're spending yeah. that much money and you're not getting that much more out of it.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the
3: only
0: okay.
1: the only gaming performance, sorry, that you're gonna gain is by, you know, obviously an SLI right. or crossfire build. Right. And but the the processors now, even if you go Sandy D Bridge E it's not going to... Not for gaming.
2: <clears throat> no. Difference. Yeah,
1: not for gaming. Ooh, speaking,
2: for speaking
1: to
3: yeah. Crossfire on the two final builds there, their power supplies, you know, we had debated back and forth a little bit about wattage, and the next-gen cards are all requiring less wattage. So you can get away with Crossfire, you know, to yeah. 7950s on a 750-watt. Well, so, I mean... You,
0: I think you should still you should still practice caution there. And again right. we we didn't uh these builds these builds were you know, are not necessarily set up for you to go modifying with a like another video card and just not change out the power supply or anything. If you change parts, you know, you gotta kinda um understand, we'll
2: yeah, understand what
0: else would need to change. But I think Bob, your point is well founded though. Like when you look at the eighteen hundred dollar build, if you want to spend three grand, um you know, I would say put put more of that money towards maybe peripherals. Like, if you don't have multiple monitors, there's no reason for you to even go Crossfire SLI 7970s or something. I mean, that's that's ridiculous. Right. Um, so that's the only really like uh, situation where I could see someone maybe going crazy to that level. Like, if you do triple mm-hmm. monitor gaming or anything, um, that can push two 7970s. But anything single screen. You know, a, a good high-end single card is going to do you really well.
3: I just looked yeah. at the numbers, actually. 7950 Crossfire would be really cutting it close. So so maybe yeah, I, I, I will retract that. Watt?
0: I, I don't think so. Far.
3: No, actually, I mean, I'm looking seven, at Anitech.
2: Like seven, 730 maybe. watts.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, I, You're, like, right that. there. You could do it. <laughs> <laughs> Mod does not officially endorse that wattage for 279. <laughs> I'll tell you what.
3: Somebody go do it and tweet at Brandon when your shit breaks. <laughs> Brandon loves to say I told you so.
0: <laughs> hey, I, no, I don't want to say I told you so. That's why I tell people to get more power <laughs> supply than they need. I have a 1050 watt, and I have a single 6950. Granted, I initially ordered two 570s, and that didn't work out, but I still have a 1050 watt. <laughs> supply. Uh, mm. But you know what? I haven't had any problems with it, so there is that.
3: Um, <laughs> final point here we are getting some questions about Z68 motherboards. Um, um, right. Not worth it, and I mean, if you find a comparable board, P67, Z68, I don't care, order one. It's cheaper, go for it. Right, but the point is, you've got three quote-unquote benefits from a Z68, and that is SSD caching, integrated graphics, and PCI 3 is more more prevalent throughout Z68. Well, SSD caching, you're not going to use if you're buying a solid-state disk, because you're going to install Windows directly, too the solid state. You're not going to use it as a cache for your larger volume. Integrated graphics, you're never going to touch. PCIe 3, the current gen and next gen cards are not going to max out the bandwidth given to you by PCIe 2.0. So unless you're worried about, you know, your next card, um, you know, skipping right over a crossfire or SLI setup probably doesn't matter at all.
0: Yeah, I mean, we, I think, we've, we've talked about this before, but really, like, Z68 versus P67, for, in, except for very specific use cases, like, the general gamer is not even gonna know the difference. And most of the board, like, the only one that I could really see being maybe useful for someone is integrated graphics, if your, if your, uh, if your video card dies, so that you can actually still use your computer. I could see that being useful, but, um, a lot of these enthusiast boards, these Z68 boards, don't even have that enabled because that is- they assume you're going to have a video card plugged in at all times. So on a lot of boards, that integrated graphics isn't even a feature. So you're down to SSD caching and PCIe3, um, neither of which really matter. If you want SSD caching, just buy, buy an SSD. Do it the right way. Don't don't do yeah. the don't do the janky mm-hmm. way that the Z68 is going to um, have it. Or buy a hybrid uh, a hybrid hard drive. I wouldn't I wouldn't I I wouldn't even use SSD caching personally. Yep.
1: So that's where we're coming from on a lot of those. And it was actually a good amount of debate. Um and I actually think the fact that you can and you can obviously tweak parts like between these. When I built my uh my build I was talking about earlier, I actually was looking at a guide that was kind of similar similarly set up where they had like a you know, high end, mid end, low end and i was like well my budget falls in between these two so i like mix and match parts from each and uh a couple of places if you want to cut costs but get better parts um you know drop the case down a little bit that's a piece where you can still get a decent case even if you're getting a b system that can still handle it and be fine on temperature and heat um that's a that's a piece you can drop down uh, if you if you don't want to cut performance but you want to cut cost, uh, <clears throat> as far as hard drives, I don't know about you guys, but I wouldn't really go below seven fifty gigabyte. No, there's no. If, well, if the, well, the thing drive. is that
0: like, m- the lower the lower you go in storage, they like the price is still I think for like a three twenty gig or something, you're still gonna pay sixty seventy bucks. Like it's yeah, it's, it becomes much more price efficient once you start with like seven fifty one terabyte um and that the Seagate that we picked for for these builds is actually that's a really really good price for a hard drive right now. I actually just bought a caviar black for 160 uh that was a 1 terabyte. So, I mean, I overpaid compared to probably what you should pay. Um but I wanted to have two caviar blacks. I didn't want to mix and match brands. I thought that might be, yeah. I thought that would be rude. They might not get along in my case. <laughs>
1: But, yeah, so we are going to be updating it uh, each month, which is going to be so good. Long now, some months you know. <laughs> no, we're still going to post it. Like Even if it. We'll say in the guide.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll try and keep you, know. you up to date regardless of if things are changing or not. So,
1: Yeah, so if in April literally nothing has changed, which is very possible.
0: Buy a Mac. Uh, I'm going to copy. I mean, <laughs> buy possible. a Mac, yes.
2: Show me a 6 series release date. That'd be swell. Yeah, I'm curious. There was a guy in the
1: guy in the comments who said Ivy Bridge is coming out any day now.
4: Next I wish. Day.
1: Yeah, that'd be sweet. <laughs> I, actually, I, I don't not, think that's going to change our $800 system at all. I think that one's
0: breath. pretty no, much going to stay. Yeah, actually, I was going to say I think the only thing that might change as as you know we move into April and May, we may be able to put even better parts in. Yeah. Yeah. Though I am exactly. hearing
3: rumblings um, of RAM prices possibly going up. So, well, yeah, I have heard Disney it. That so,
0: yeah, if you want RAM, yeah, buy it right. now. I don't know how they're still at <laughs> the same price they are. $43 for Corsair Vengeance RAM? That is bananas.
2: Yep. <laughs> it is Considering I paid like 100 plus for a gig of RAM yep. not very long ago at all.
3: <laughs> well, Black Friday, I bought 16 gigs of Ripjaws
2: for $72 with free shipping.
0: That is just get out of here. It's lovely. <laughs>
2: and RAM is... People don't. I mean, having too much RAM, like if you get over a certain amount of RAM, the average person's not going to use, not going to notice it at all. I'd say it's probably eight gigs or so for the average user. Like you, yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. That, like, having more doesn't really matter. Like, you're not going to well, notice it, but but you're gonna you're gonna feel good about. I noticed 4 to 8, else. but well, I,
1: no, I, the, I don't think I'd notice 8 to 16. My reference. my
3: argument for <laughs> going from 8 to 16, regardless, like, you know, we're obviously talking price here, but my argument for going from 8 to 16 is you can safely turn off your page file.
1: Yeah, you can pretty much
0: set that you off. You know, so you're right. no
3: longer using a, a page file on your hard drive or solid state.
0: Yeah, so. actually, that's probably the biggest reason, at least for, well, I mean, not the biggest reason, I guess, but... Um, one big reason to go with, like, 16 gigs or more if you have a solid-state drive is so that you don't have to take up that much you know, that much space on your solid-state drive um, for your page file and things like that. So I, I've actually gone, I think, above 8 gigs of usage before if I've been gaming and I have, like, a bunch of web browsing tabs open. Um, yeah. It doesn't happen often, but it has happened, and so normally that would have to get shuffled off to my page file. Uh, But why not spend what, like forty, forty more dollars and have double the RAM? Yeah, why not? (laughs) I'll do that.
3: Or you could just download more RAM.
0: Yeah, you you could download. Well, I mean, I had maxed out my downloaded RAM though. So.
1: Well, that's hardly endorsed by John, by the way, guys. If you're a big fan of John, he's hardly endorses downloadmoreram.com. I filled up my
4: whole hard drive with RAM.
1: (laughs) Yeah, me too. So, while we were sitting here, and I was also engaging in conversation, I was multitasking even more, because we were talking about going even, like, people asking for even lower budget builds, and so I was just playing around on PC Part Picker, and the lowest, like, I would go, I just made a a system that can still run, you know, pretty much all games that like, you're going to be at, like, medium or, or low even on BF3 with this, but, uh... This can run a lot of stuff. The lowest I could get a system, though, was 600 Like, beyond oh, that, I was like, I can't... I can... Well, I couldn't justify a processor worse than a 965. I'm going to build an Xbox like, 360 I just, right I now. Couldn't. Well, an Xbox 360 is going to cost you, like... Well, actually, you won't even be able to find a video <laughs> card, probably. Um, probably doesn't even exist anymore. But this thing has a nine six five four gigs of RAM. I'll just go through the important stuff and a five fifty Ti, which is about See, a I, yeah. I mean the
0: the five fifty, like when you when you start going below the five sixty Ti into the the lower the lower tier below
1: the sixty eight seventy, I just don't recommend.
0: Yeah, it. yeah. and and, and there's some any, there's some lower uh, a, ATI cards too, like the sixty six seventy and and some other lower tier cards. I, I mean, I would not waste my time with those for a gaming PC. Maybe for like a media center PC or something, those cards mm-hmm. could make sense. But for gaming, I would say don't don't waste your time because you're you're starting out so low with those that it's worth saving a little bit of mo- a little bit more money and getting something that's going to last you longer. You know that you'll actually get more use out of in the long term.
1: Yeah, that's part of the issue with these real budget bills is that you're spending five hundred six hundred bucks and then. Once the new generation of games comes out, even in the fall, uh, maybe even games like uh, like Guild Wars Two, which could be out by summer, um, even that may take a lot more horsepower—not a lot, but than this has to play it well.
0: Yeah, and um, I think that's the that's the one thing that that I want to really point out is that these builds look expensive, and and they kind of are. I mean, eight hundred bucks starting out is fairly expensive by the average person's standards. Um, but if you actually look at the parts that we have in that $800 build, that that build is an investment. That 20, 2500K and a 560 Ti, eight gigs of RAM, all of this that is a that is a build that I think conceivably could last you four to five years easily. Yeah. Now, I mean, I, yeah. in five years, it may not be pl- you know it's not going to be playing the brand new games um, at at high settings necessarily but every game coming out now for the most part you're going to be able to play pretty comfortably and I think even for the foreseeable future a lot of the games coming out aren't necessarily stressing these cards more um so I think that $800 build will be a great investment for someone who knows they really want to get into PC gaming but just didn't you know wasn't really comfortable with like their part selection or whatever that $800 yeah. build is an awesome First build for someone to get their feet wet and and know that they're gonna have a, a system that's strong and can handle any game on the market right now,
1: yeah, so that's I mean there is leeway as we said, there are some parts that you can look to get lower on or or not, but there's also as we as we talked about the, the you can get games right away for free too, so um yeah, play yeah the re-
0: la- with me for for nothing
1: <laughs> but one of the things um that we did say in the post, and uh, I just want to address before we leave the round table um we didn't put in obviously, and we said this keyboard mouse headset um monitor we didn't put those in we didn't put o s in either because you can get windows um <laughs> but we didn't put any of those in um and that's because. As we said in there, personal preference is huge with keyboard and mouse um, also you can get away for keyboard in my opinion, you can get away and game with like you know a fifteen dollar Kensington keyboard. you can do it so um I think a gaming mouse this is personal preference, obviously maybe you guys think different. I think a gaming mouse is much more important yeah. than a gaming keyboard like a full on gaming keyboard um, but we didn't include those because. Chances are your family has a PC, so...
0: Yeah, I mean, assuming you don't have, like, a like an old CRT monitor or something, you know, you I, most people are probably going to have, like, an old monitor they can use, even if it's, like, a, you know, an old 17- or 19-inch flat screen or whatever, um, and I'm sure you probably have a mouse and keyboard laying around, so the, those peripheral things, obviously, you have to have to use your PC, but... Um, we didn't account for them here. Obviously, you know, we're if you need recommendations on that stuff, we're happy to give them. But this, these builds kind of keep it to the base essentials, the, the actual stuff that's going to go in your case um, that that you would probably replace uh, pretty often. Whereas, you know, if you buy a monitor, mouse, and keyboard, those those could last you 10 years. You know, you you would carry those through the different builds you would make. So. Um, you know, we'll we'll hopefully do other articles comparing, you know, new mice and keyboards and that sort of thing. But um, this is just yeah. I'm gonna redo infernals. our guide on that. Yeah.
1: At some point here.
0: <laughs> uh, wow! The else... Tech
3: tote and go. <laughs> <laughs> if all else fails, you can always plug it into the family TV.
0: That's yeah, true. I
1: know a few PC gamers that actually play on TVs. Ginger Bomb yep.
4: and All Sham No Wow, I believe, plays on a TV. Um, yeah, I think he does. I, don't know. I think he was thinking about upgrading to an actual monitor,
1: but uh yeah, so it can be done, and it's not that terrible, apparently.
3: <laughs> so and hey, if you want to hack a Wiimote or a Kinect to work with your PC, you can.
0: Yeah,
1: incredible. Or plays with a hacked Wiimote all the time. Yeah,
3: <laughs> so get That high sensitivity. <laughs>
1: So that's it on the guys, guys. Uh, go check it out on the page. Those will be current until sometime in April when we, uh, change it. Who knows that, we may have 600 series benchmarks at that point. We, or even they, a couple might be out. So we may have, uh, may have some changes then. Um, but we will upgrade, update it every month. As I said, even if nothing changes, um, we will update it every month. Cause prices can go, you, you never know. Uh, those, yeah, well, those prices, those prices aren't gonna
0: be accurate. As of the time this podcast is posted, probably yeah, so. It's
1: going to be if for no other reason good. than
0: just to update the prices and keep, you know, keep an idea of what the market's like.
1: Uh, we received a, a second email today, which um, it's kind of crazy, from uh, a KB, my follower, who uh, it appears that um, one of his friends is basically uh, – Disappeared, he's been missing for a couple of days, and uh, it, it's been a really tough time for him now. And, um, but he's basically told us that, uh, he loves the, uh, loves the podcast, loves, uh, everyone's video content on YouTube, and, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of helping him get through this. So, uh, best wishes, man. We hope your friend, uh, stays, is, is safe, um, and we're glad we can help out even a little bit with somebody. Uh, this is the second one of these we've gotten, in and it kind of blows us away every time so um thank you very much and uh, our thoughts are with you absolutely Definitely.
3: yeah absolutely
1: and now on to a much less serious part of the podcast. the twitter questions
2: and now it's time for Twitter questions with the KB mod podcast. <laughs>
1: We have some doozies tonight. We have some good ones, some bad ones. You never know. Um, you never know what you're going to get with the, uh, <laughs> with the Twitter questions. This is kind of an interesting question. I'm going to start with the one from Nine Bears here because I'm kind of interested in it as far as... I actually think it would still have been, but with the plethora of free-to-play games coming out, do you think that TF2 would have been successful if it was free-to-play from launch? Now, I'm not sure if he means, I think he means TF2, if it had launched free-to-play in the beginning. Right. Yeah,
0: I, I don't um, know. Would it
1: have been as a, as a successful
0: know. of the game? I don't know, because it, it launched at a time, the market was way different then. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't know that, it, I don't think it would have been as, I'll say, it definitely would not have been as financially successful. Because yeah. I don't think that, I mean, people, people put down, wasn't the Orange Box $60 when it first came out? Yeah, or 50 or 60. So I mean, they they did make a lot of money off those initial sales. And I think going free to play when, you know, basically no one was buying TF2 anymore. Anyway, I think they just basically figured out a way to make TF2 even more money. But I don't I don't know that it would have been as successful if it had launched free to play.
1: Yeah, I don't think anyone would have known what to do. I mean, it's kind of like
0: because it's already, it's already a pioneer in the free to play market. Even when it, you know, when it did change to free to play, so they would have been like years ahead of the curve.
2: <laughs> yeah, when when John posted that last year, I was like, "What?" There's really no way to know who pioneered free to play though, because there's been so many free games. Like the microtransaction thing, I think the first company to make it work exceptionally really well work, yeah. and, and make that their sole business model is definitely League of Legends.
0: But yeah. nobody yeah, really nobody knows is.
2: whose idea it was for free-to-play. You know? Like, hey, we're going to spend all this money and develop this game and then just give it to people for good faith. Like, enemy territory that was probably the first free game that I'd ever played. Was yeah, but that fun. wasn't
0: free Fantastic. to play. That didn't have any that didn't have any monetization strategy. They just gave it away. Yeah, I'm
2: saying, but it's still free. Like, there's tons of games that are free. Free to play doesn't mean anything. I mean, you mean transactions as a business model.
0: Right, right.
1: <clears throat> but, yeah, I don't think it would have been from launch, just because, as we said, it's it launched,
3: so it different. Five well, years think ago. So. Yeah, I think the the market was different then and I think that microtransactions and, and purchasing virtual goods was probably frowned upon. I mean, you still had people who were holding out refusing to purchase MP3s. You know, they were still buying physical discs, that's for example. Good, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's just, a good point. And now you're actually seeing, you know, video video transactions as well. I'm I'm purchasing movies online rather than Going to the store and buying a digital, you know, a physical copy and then losing the disc or scratching the disc, I'd rather just have I a digital copy.
2: Have, I have the biggest
3: DVD collection.
2: I have to have physical. That's only See, There's more in boxes. Like <laughs> I have to have the DVDs, but the CDs I can understand. <laughs> and digital video games, but DVDs, you're fucking crazy. That makes my dick so big when people see that collection. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the few,
1: man. I just can't justify it, buying a physical movie. I buy them like, all at,
2: like, fucking used stores for $4. Who cares?
1: I just still can't, man. I just... It's going to get I beat just, up or scratched. I hate the I idea of looking those,
3: through a library cool. of DVDs. I'd rather just sit down, quickly yeah. browse through what I've got, or even, like, type in a search. Oh, there it is. Yep. And go. I don't know. Instant no, gratification. some people like to have them. Yeah. Some you people fucking are people do still movies, like- Bob. No, I'm actually actually purchasing movies. I
2: I, just uh, go on the Demonoid and I type in this movie.
4: (laughs) He was saying it. He's like, yeah, I buy digital movies. And I'm like, yeah, sure, Bob. I buy digital movies. I bought a Demonoid account on eBay. I bought like 30 of them on Pornhub.
3: I bought, I mean, I just watched. No, I was trying to beat around the bush there and not admit to purchasing movies on iTunes. I was going to say, I know Bob uses Apple TV.
2: I I use Roku. That's one of the best $99
3: investments I've ever made. Roku
2: is the best investment a human being can make. Video quality on the HD streaming Netflix on Roku is better than anything I've ever seen. It's better than HD TV signal from whatever provider you have. I don't care what it is. It's fucking amazing.
1: So, wow. All right, there's some crazy good ones. Wow. (laughs) I didn't even see this pizza apocalypse one. We'll get to that one. Um (laughs) This one's from the Indomitable Crunch. Uh, what is your spirit animal?
4: Um, oh. <laughs> Don't you have to do the patronum
3: um, spell to know? Wait, instead of instead of coming up with our own, can we like pick somebody and make it up for them instead? <laughs>
1: go
4: ahead, go ahead. I'm gonna see what happens.
3: <laughs> Bob, Bob, if you fucking pick
4: it. me, I'm gonna be really pissed. Because <laughs> I know you're gonna. Your spirit animal is a dinosaur, dude. That's not even... Well, which... not even you can't say dinosaur. Well, I'm animal? a shark. What did I'm I get a shark sucking my <laughs> dick.
1: Yes. Shark sucking like...
4: <laughs>
3: my A beaver. <laughs> a beaver. Yeah, you did hit a beaver. You have a lot. Nick, I was going to say you're a donkey. You're a jackass.
4: That's so... That's like the worst joke.
0: Predictable.
3: That was...
4: That's like something my grandma would say. Dear God, <laughs> you should play dominoes with her. We're the same oh. age.
3: <laughs> oh man, grandma's twenty nine.
2: Bob, you're only Bob, you're only twenty
3: nine. Yes, I'm only twenty nine.
2: And you have like sixteen I turned... kids. Yeah, I have three.
4: <laughs> I just turned twenty nine. It's over from here. Isn't that uh, like...
3: I'm really not looking forward to my. Series. Isn't
4: twenty nine when you say you're over the hill? No. yeah 29 cause we all die at 57 yeah. I don't know if you
3: guys knew this hey I heard 40 was the new 30 so I guess 30 is the new 20 so I'm gonna go get drunk
2: now <laughs> I'm gonna live till I'm 420 from that April 20th deep ass
1: perp skirt. Yeah.
4: do you like the Walt Disney chamber thing
1: John's spirit animal is a perp skirt plant it's not even an animal not even an animal
0: spirit mm-hmm. animal's a llama. Uh, yeah, that is oh, I was
3: going to take that. Damn it.
1: My spirit animal's a honey badger.
4: You just don't give a shit. That's right. Mine's a dung beetle. I love to eat Dung beetle. <laughs> <laughs> just a bug that eats shit all day? That's what, like, what, I
2: what I do. The fuck? I love and salad. <laughs> I, love
3: I, I don't have anything to follow that.
4: Razor's right. a kangaroo.
3: Razor oh, is a yeah, kangaroo. Oh, yeah, of course.
4: No, he's literally a kangaroo. That's not his spirit animal. Yeah. He's a kangaroo whose spirit animal is a koala. My like, animal is a butt plug. Spirit animal is a drildo. There it is. A drildo?
1: Yeah. It's a dildo on the end of a drill.
4: Oh my god! <laughs> that's awful. <laughs>
3: You're a horrible person. Uh,
1: that's that's actually true. <laughs>
3: person. It's amazing. (laughs) Nick's Googling it right now. So many visuals in my mind. It's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a question, Brandon? You would like to (laughs) choose this Um, episode brought to you by fucking
0: Let's see. The the one you were just talking about is good here from Dan Jarvis. In the event of a pizza topping apocalypse, which three toppings would you save?
4: (sighs) Pepperoni, so there's no
0: extra right, cheese. I have a question.
1: I have a question. Does the cheese itself count as a topping
0: uh,
2: or is that standard? Normal, I just, standard. But the ex, standard. what about the
0: extra cheese? Is that extra product?
2: cheese is think, a topping? I think
0: if you have like a type of cheese that you want to save, then that counts. Okay.
1: okay. So normal pizza cheese like a plain cheese pizza that's already yeah, there.
0: But like You're if you like blue cheese on your pizza or something, then you can save that. I mean, I don't know why you would. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, trying to I'm give it so, an bad. Fuck. so bad. Blue cheese is fine, but on a pizza? Okay, wait, <laughs> does, does
3: grease count from Vinny? No, Puppet? that's
0: not a topping.
3: It kind of All is right. from Vincent's.
0: <laughs> Incidentally, maybe.
2: That's like a drink.
0: It's not something Pep-oni? you can save.
2: Pepperoni, extra cheese, right. and it doesn't matter if you eat it on your pizza or not. You have to save bacon no matter what.
1: That's yep, That's true. So enough.
2: bacon, pepperoni, extra cheese, and bacon.
1: Yeah, pepperoni is definitely going to be and one of Canadian my Immediate um, bacon. Fuck oh, I like you. Pi- I like pineapple on my pizza yeah. a lot.
4: Yeah. So I'm going
1: to save pineapple. That's a strong choice. And I'm I'm not even going to go with the full Hawaiian here. I'm going to go also with uh with Italian sausage. I like Italian sausage on my pizza. I love so,
4: Dunkus' Italian sausage. Soggy best. So
1: those are my 3. Those are my yeah. 3.
3: Um I don't know. I'm going to go with bacon. Yes. Uh, I like mushrooms on pizza. Some people mushrooms something. There you go. go. Yeah, my mushrooms did. Um, (laughs) And uh, mm, I guess I'll go pepperoni.
0: Sounds so decisive, like like you haven't thought this question out before.
3: (laughs) I haven't. I
0: (laughs) I don't know. I think I uh, I would go I would go Italian sausage definitely and then I would go mushrooms and I would finish off with banana peppers. Ooh,
1: Ooh.
4: strong choice.
1: Strong,
0: exotic.
1: <laughs> Did Nick Benton choose anything? Uh, Canadian pepperoni,
4: bacon. Canadian bacon, beavers, beavers, <laughs> and beavers, <laughs> and buffalo Dicks. chicken. And good
3: old Wisconsin Ooh. buffalo Chicago.
4: chicken Dick. is good on pizza. That's true. That's a good one.
1: Yeah, this is a solid question. I never thought about Pizza Apocalypse, and I hope it never happens.
0: But if it does, now we'll be ready.
1: Yeah, we'll be (laughs) ready. All right, this one's going to take some thinking way back. Way back. This is from the home of Jones. What is the first video game you ever played?
0: I I think we're counting anything, right? Console, 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 portable, whatever, like your first experience.
1: I honestly don't know. So you can remember.
0: Um, <laughs> Pitfall,
2: I think. On Atari, probably. Wow, yeah, that's that is old school, actually, right there. Um, I
4: actually
1: think it was original Super Mario Brothers for me, or Duck Hunt. It was yeah, one of the two. That might
4: be mine too. My uncle uh, had one. at a Nintendo. I
1: was I was born in the eighties, so I would have been like four or
3: five. Yeah, eighteen eighties.
0: <laughs> I was gonna say I think Bob Bob remembers playing with his advocates.
3: I hate you guys, but actually my first gaming memory was um, an Atari Odyssey and playing a game I believe it's called Catapult. You basically hurled a couple pixels to the other side of the screen and and knocked down a castle and then did you catapult to, things? To yeah. Did you
1: catapult things?
3: Yep. Did you do it? <laughs> That yeah. I was like
1: three. What about you? Did, did Brandon answer? Scott Fisher just messaged me, by the way.
0: Oh, he's alive. Yeah, that's too bad. I bet. He, I bet he wants to come on the podcast now, doesn't he? And he
3: doesn't
0: I, get. He to. does. I, he I have a, a question. To.
3: Will the uh, Machinima podcast put us out of business overnight?
0: Yes. Yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> We're already out of business. This one isn't even going to get published.
3: Okay, John, yeah. what
2: do you think? Um. Huh? not going to talk about it. I'm just going to get mad. What what was your first game? Did you say, John? Pitfall. Pitfall, yes, that's right.
1: Wow, that's that's even more old school, actually. I I, I feel like I might have touched an Atari or Commodore 64 at some point in there, but I can't remember.
2: I was sticking the joystick down my throat when I was two. I'm gay.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Training. Uh, I think my... uh... We had an Intellivision when I was a kid, and so I think that was... name drop.
3: Why don't you? <laughs> Tell Intelliv- you rich ass motherfucker. Well, I
0: mean, <laughs> I yeah. When I was young, I think that's all <laughs> yeah, I, obviously. Well, no, I think I don't remember what when it would have been, but I think I think that would have been before, like I you know had played my Sega or anything like that, even before our computers. And uh, I remember Frogger. And they, I think there was like a baseball game, but yeah, that was that was. I remember Frogger, and That was a uh, good times. <laughs>
1: what the fuck? What the fuck? Bob just posted the link. All right, listeners. Called in television lives, and then he tells me to check out Fat Dosecki's guy. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, that is Fat. That's pretty accurate. Wow. Jesus. You correct. I can't believe this.
0: <laughs> it's actually um, kind of cool now with the with like the mobile games, and they're remaking some of the old Atari and television stuff. Yeah,
3: I gotta admit, I got I got a Midway gaming arcade for the iPad, and it's pretty sweet I got to play Spy Hunter Oh again. yeah,
0: was, that's the one off ThinkGeek, right? I think I saw that. Yeah.
3: yeah. <laughs> cool.
0: All right.
1: Next question. All right, this one, man, this one's going to be tough, guys, I'm telling you right now. This is from the Twitter handle Yummy Man Ass. Uh, (laughs) That's good.
2: I like you. come hang
1: out. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather, this is so strange, would you rather be able to poop only at gas stations... (laughs) <laughs> or poop anywhere, but you can't wipe? No, this is an awful
3: question, if you really think about <laughs> this it. This is
1: easy.
4: This, this is an gas easy gas question. Gas, have to wipe. gas You can't live with nasty shit ass.
3: <laughs> ah, but it doesn't qualify that you could use, say, a duvet
2: or something like that. A bidet? What? Bidet, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, duvet. a duvet? You'd be wiping <laughs> yeah, your ass with a, a bed blanket. <laughs> Bob my mom, is mom, mom has a bidet at her house. It's fucking
4: sweet. Bob is spending, like, Dozens of dollars every time he wants to wipe because he's buying <laughs> new duvets. Bob's,
1: Bob's wife is I so it. mad because he's just wiping his ass all over the bed clo- bed cover. Oh man! <laughs> you <got a> <laughs> in
0: it. I, I mention incredible orb every time I go to I- IKEA. They use Did
1: you buy a duvet?
0: Movable furniture in Bob's house.
1: <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's an I obvious gas,
0: gas stations. Gas, gas stations for sure. <laughs>
3: Probably means you die sooner, though,
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cause you're probably gonna get mugged
3: you can't
0: if you can't wipe, you're gonna like there's gonna be some sort of infestation at some,
4: point. yeah, <laughs> you're gonna have blue waffle ass, <laughs> blue waffle ass,
0: yeah, a <laughs> big problem up there in Minnesota,
4: oh yeah, we got the blue waffle ass over, here. oh yeah. Going out oh, there yeah. on, a, on a leash lake there. Eat her, guy. Getting a real bad blue waffler.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Just give it 110%. Going
4: to go out on the ice and give her 110%, you know? Hey, this one's from an Australian
1: bro, Mr. Matty Mouse. Uh, favorite sauce for food? And I think this, he said, uh, you know, dinner or dessert. Um, so I think this covers, you know, it can cover like... Caramel or butterscotch or chocolate Siemens. sauce. Or also your Frank's... Yeah, Frank's Red Yeah, ooh. your Frank's Red
0: gotta, rooster sauce Gotta go with Tallulah.
1: I'm going with Rooster Sauce, man. I fucking love that shit.
4: Uh, ooh, that is good. Sriracha. That is good. Um, I like ketchup on my steak. Get wow. the f- I'm <laughs> fucking leaving. <laughs> what? I'm, fu- I'm, off the call. I'm
2: joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Uh, nothing on your steak ever. If it's I don't even know correctly. who
1: you are anymore.
2: Cook the steak correctly. No A1. Yeah, no that's nothing. a KB
1: Mod rule, people listening. Nothing on your steak. Nothing. And preferably bleeding to death on the plate. Yes.
0: <laughs> still moving. What Nick to say was that he enjoys ketchup on his spam.
4: Oh, God. Sp- Minnesota is the largest producer of <laughs>
0: spam.
2: <laughs> and all of our exports go to Hawaii. Spam is that Minnesota Philip Mignon.
1: Philip Mignon.
2: I don't know.
4: <laughs> Probably some hot sauce, if I had to say. Well, here's Here we... a
2: question. Go ahead. Here's,
1: here's a question. for Oh, did you have another sauce, John? You no, I was just
2: going to ask him if he, like, how can one not have a preference for hot sauce? Like, that's fucking well, absurd. It depends on how spicy you want to go. Stop being a fucking pussy, Nick. No, I like spicy
4: food. I'm just <laughs> saying sometimes you can't put spi- that spicy of stuff on certain things. I don't
2: know. Just shut up. Don't talk. Okay. I also, then.
0: Like, I also like really good barbecue <laughs> sauce. I don't know if you guys have good barbecue sauce like in Pitt or in, in California, but there's there's so much good barbecue sauce like in Texas. We have,
2: we have the Salt lick shit up here. so
0: uh, it's actually not bad, yeah. It's good stuff.
1: So, this one's for Nick, specifically this question, I think. Although, maybe others could chime in. Yes. (laughs) This is from Jesus. Not obviously Jesus, just... The real Jesus. Crazy. Yeah, this is from actual Jesus, who apparently is a big Halo fan. Um, (laughs) He's asking, Halo, should it have stayed on PC? Do you think it would be better if it was on PC now?
4: Uh, Definitely should stay on PC, because 30 frames is pretty unbearable now, for me at least. But, uh... If they wouldn't have made them so shitty, like Halo 2 on PC was, they probably still would have had them.
2: But. Disagree. Halo's movement speed is way too slow. It is so dumb on PC for, for, for like, models to be moving that slow. There's absolutely no skill required at all. When the model is floating through the air, it, like, fucking one inch every 45 seconds, while they're jumping. And you can just lock on to the... Like, imagine Orb playing Halo on on a PC. Well, imagine or playing it's, anything. It's not fair. I feed Orb Orbit Pro mod all day. Sucks suck up my dick. But oh. <laughs> it's too it's too I th- I think it's too slow. I I really do. And I I'm a Halo advocate. Like I really do like Halo and I like the franchise. I like the story. I like everything about it. I just don't think that it works on PC. It's just too slow. Just give it a chance. Halo and Gears stay on <laughs> console and I will never bash either of those games either. Uh I,
4: it's hard to say. Yeah, well, I would like it, but it's never going to happen because they yeah, made gonna they made the second one so poorly. They're just like scared to now. No, I think sure. Games
2: from Windows Live was revolutionary.
4: Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's fantastic.
0: I mean, I think it, it it's it wouldn't be a problem if it stayed on PC. It'd be one more thing to to play if it was good. So, sure, why not? Yeah, John probably remembers though. I was saying this before the cast that like. I actually played Halo on the PC for a little bit, but the netcode was so bad that you. Two
2: hundred ping, ping was good.
0: Well, not like not that even though, but like having fifty ping felt like one fifty. It was it was just it was not good. It was not a good not a good experience on the PC, and I didn't play it for that long. So I'm not I'm not surprised that they went console.
4: Think, yeah, if they made it well, it was enjoyable at least. But they're not going to.
0: Just give us Unreal Tournament instead.
4: Yeah, yes, yeah. Please,
0: that.
1: please, God, Unreal Five or whatever it would be at this point. Four? Would it be four? Yeah, four. Yeah, just straight up Unreal Four on on the Unreal Four engine and not like three. Yes, like two thousand four. Yes. I think believe that was the last good one. Mm-hmm. Um, this one I think we're gonna end on this one. We're about. Hour forty, uh, a little less. Uh, tr- tr- this is from the seventy-seven X. Favorite breakfast?
2: Oh, uh, homemade breakfast burrito.
1: It's a solid choice. We have those on Beersmas every year.
2: It's sausage, bacon, eggs, hot sauce, cheese. Put them in a tortilla. Jizz on it. Do a little bit of soggy biscuit. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Can
1: work soggy biscuit into anything. <laughs> um, bacon obviously has to be a part of this this breakfast uh gosh, bacon. I really like 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 breakfast sandwiches,
3: yeah,
1: at seven in the morning after drinking all night going to uh going to get go and getting some breakfast sandwiches.
2: We used to do that regularly. that's true. <laughs> But Since we didn't no, wake like up before sandwiches. we went.
1: Yeah, we were <laughs> just drunk still. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I really like breakfast sandwiches. I really like actually McDonald's breakfast sandwiches a lot. Yep. McDonald's sucks real bad,
2: but I like their breakfast sandwiches. My only gripe is that they're too goddamn small. I have to buy. Like, they are. They ones. have two sizes now. They have two sizes you can buy. What? Not allowed to go to McDonald's when you live in California. You get beat up. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: There's literally bodyguards. Instead, you can go side. to Carl's.
1: You can go to Carl's Jr., which is like the worst nutrition restaurant in the world. It is the worst.
4: I, I anyone for, else I have a good breakfast? Breakfast is they're, you they're big, all good. Big in the breakfast. i just not like crunch big in breakfast. But whenever I, do, <laughs> whenever I do, whenever I do, breakfast is just good. Like breakfast food in general is always awesome. This is good.
0: Yeah, I can't, I can't argue with that. I'll, I'll eat breakfast food just about any time of the day. But my nope. favorite breakfast is probably, I think, like an egg sandwich, like a homemade egg yeah. sandwich. Those are delicious. Or maybe like a supreme omelette, like just an omelette with mm. meat, Ooh. bacon, Strong. everything.
2: Same. <laughs> Soggy omelette. <laughs> Soggy omelette.
0: Oh Soggy. God.
4: No, no pancakes? No pancake love. You know, Saugy no pancakes,
3: one is going yeah. to
4: look at their omelets. Pancakes. Pancakes. Well, I prefer if you put the semen right in the batter.
0: <laughs> no, I, I like pancakes, but the thing is that, like, by the time you get to the end, you just hate yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah. They're so heavy. Yeah, it feels
4: like you ate a brick, literally. Yeah, like,
0: you can't do anything for the rest of the afternoon.
4: But like some good syrup, like natural maple syrup.
0: Notice William
4: because on the weekend Minnesota.
2: Brandon plays tribes until seven a.m. and sleeps until four. And then <laughs> Sunday night comes along and it's like five a.m. and he's like, I have to catch a plane in two hours. I haven't been to sleep because I've been up till five a.m. playing tribes. All eating myself. breakfast
1: food and eating tribes, playing tribes, e- eating, eating tribes,
3: tribes. <laughs> Eat
1: tribes. Tribes is a delicious
3: breakfast. Did you know about the tribe cereal that's coming out?
1: Is it akin to cinnamon Test crunch? Because then Nick can't afford it. Yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> so, yep. Actually, little llama-shaped pieces in there—they're the marshmallows.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna sleep on beds of, Tribes of Sin cereal.
3: <laughs> I swear to God, if Tribes of Sin cereal comes out, I'm suing HiRes Bart. I don't know why. I'm gonna blame him.
1: <laughs> what about you, Bob? What's your favorite? Oh, uh,
3: I too like breakfast sandwiches. So mostly the bagel variety. So I'll do like a sausage, egg, and cheese bagel. That's kind of a, my my prime choice. You
0: what about nice, your brat- nice breakfast beverages? beverages. Nice Whataburger breakfast sandwich when you come down for QuakeCon, Bob. God damn it, Whataburger. No, you know what I want bev- um, to do? I want to go to...
3: um, Breakfast Bev's, eh? Hey? Uh, Brandon, what's that Mexican place that you went to that I freaked the fuck out about that I can't remember the name of right now? Taco Bell.
2: Chipotle.
0: Taco, Chipotle? taco Cabana? Yeah.
3: Taco Cabana, god damn it. I want to go oh, to Taco yeah. Cabana for breakfast. That's actually a pretty
0: sweet. strong, that's strong candidate doing. for favorite breakfast, the Taco Cabana breakfast taco. Yeah, it Cabana is. Teresa breakfast yeah, taco? And breakfast uh, taco? Breakfast oh, man.
3: Professional,
1: yeah. That's Well, breakfast beverages. I mean, there's a plethora. Irish coffee is delicious.
0: Uh, I think you've got to go uh, Bloody Mary.
1: Nah, dude, you've got to go professional.
0: What, what does that's it that's to professional beverage?
1: Uh, it's just Paps and coffee. <laughs> a little <laughs> Paps, Blue Ribbon, and coffee mixed together.
0: <laughs> that's it. it.
1: It's delicious, by the way. It is so good. I'm going to throw up. In your head right now, you're throwing up. but It actually tastes decent. <laughs>
0: I will take
1: your word for it. That are that Irish coffee for me. A little whiskey. A little bellies. Good to go. In a shoe. So- a soggy in a shoe, yeah. With, with a chav. Preferably with a chav nearby.
3: <laughs> Dan, I thought you were the
1: Americano type. Well, I like Americanos, but I don't usually eat with them. Uh, I just I usually get them in the afternoon, actually. Soggy Americano? Yeah. <laughs> So I can... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I usually have all the Starbucks people uh, jizz on my americano. You me
4: it's just floating? <laughs> on, a floating cake. on the top.
0: <laughs> Seems like that that would get a little awkward if you're at a new a new Starbucks you haven't been to before.
4: <laughs> um,
1: could you guys uh, um
2: let me tell you about my
1: jerk freshman. off in my
0: drink?
2: Starbucks um, always has fantastic service. They might not even question you. <laughs> Let's just
3: say Dan's a big tipper.
2: Uh, There is that. And on that note, hope you guys enjoyed this soggy podcast. And uh, soggy podcast. podcast.
3: Yeah,
2: make sure to download this soggy podcast.
4: uh, I love how
3: you're reminding people weekly to download this podcast that they haven't listened to yet. Yeah. By the time they're (laughs) by
4: the time they're here, they're not gonna. All
3: right, guys. Download uh, next week's.
1: Download next week's podcast, yeah. Make sure to do that. We'll see you next time here on the KVMod podcast. Bye.
2: <laughs> Sorry, Sorry <KB> mods. <laughs>